amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As it is one of the busiest travel weeks of the year, we were just telling you gas prices are pretty even across the board. You're not going to pay anything more than you've been paying lately. That's good news. And if you're flying, you know, you got to think about all the things you can and can't carry on. But I thought this was really funny. Did you know you can carry a full turkey onto an airplane but not mashed potatoes? True story. TSA just uh, put out a list of Thanksgiving tips, including the foods you can carry onto an airplane. Whether it's leftovers or for some reason you decided to cook it and take it right to your family. I don't know why you do that, but sure, why not? But turkeys are good, but anything even remotely close to liquid, including apparently mashed potatoes, has to go in your checked luggage. Ew. But it doesn't really make any sense because you are allowed to carry on like a pie. Well, that's kind of liquidy in the middle. Same thing with casseroles. I mean, a casserole can't, I mean, it shouldn't be very liquidy, but it, it, it's still, I mean, compared to mashed potatoes, it's still, you know, got a creamy consistency. You cannot carry onto an airplane gravy, cranberry sauce, wine, obviously, eggnog, and any sort of jam or jelly. Mashed potatoes are also considered a non-solid food. So you have to check that into your luggage, which just sounds like the worst idea ever. If you need, I think as a rule, if you travel somewhere and you're flying, you can't bring, you can't bring leftovers home, right? Like you can't bring food home from the Thanksgiving dinner. I don't care how good it is. And yes, by the way, frozen turkeys are fine to bring with you. Again, why would you bring? I don't know, but that's what some people do. The TSA made a list about this, so clearly it needed to be said. Tell me something good. This story is from right here in Rochester, and it's absolutely hilarious. An 82-year-old Rochester woman named Willie Murphy was home alone last Thursday when a guy started pounding on her door and broke in. That's scary. What he didn't know, though, is that Willie happens to be a female bodybuilder with a lot of energy. The Today Show even did a segment on her last year. That's how impressive she is. While the guy was walking through her house, she hid in the shadows and waited. Then she jumped out, grabbed a table, and broke it on him. Once he was on the ground, this is an 82-year-old woman, she started jumping on him. She grabbed a bottle of shampoo from her kitchen table, poured the whole thing out onto his face and into his eyes. Once he was sufficiently blinded by the shampoo, she started smacking him with a broom. <laughs> and when police got there, she was trying to drag him out onto the porch. She said the guy was very, very happy when they put him in an ambulance because it got him away from her. <laughs> Look, here's the deal. Willie Murphy's a hero. You're 82 years old, you're a bodybuilder, and you beat the heck out of a guy trying to break into your house. I'm sorry. That's hilarious, and it's good news. Tell me something good. You know, sometimes wedding crashing is a good thing, especially when the people doing it are Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Danny DeVito. They were enjoying some off time in Cabo St. Lucas, Mexico, over the weekend from promoting their new Jumanji movie. Apparently, tequila was involved, and they were having a good old time. They heard the wedding going on, kind of were talking to some people, and they said, hey, let's crash it. So they snuck in. Broke out into an impromptu rendition of Unforgettable by Nat King Cole for the couple. The, they Their jaws just dropped. They couldn't believe they were at their wedding. They uh, had the whole wedding party going. Now, everyone was super thrilled that they did it. Was Justin Timberlake holding hands with another woman? He, of course, is married to Jessica Biel. They have a four-year-old little boy, and they're considered to have one of the most rock-solid marriages in all of Hollywood. But the tabloid son 
got pictures of him holding hands with actress Alicia Wainwright. They are shooting a movie right now in New Orleans. And they were drinking on Bourbon Street. Apparently, Justin was drinking a lot on Bourbon Street because he was not good on his feet, according to, again, onlookers. But in the pictures, you can see Alicia with her hand on his knee. And at one point, they seem to be holding hands. He's also, this is interesting, not wearing his wedding ring. The pictures don't look good for him, to say the least. I mean, they don't look terrible, but they don't look good. But one source is defending him vehemently, saying it was literally nothing. It was some friends, members of a team, crew, and people like that. They were just having fun on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Basically saying the pictures were opportunistic and really aren't what the truth is. And I can actually buy that because paparazzi are very opportunistic and they can take any moment that really was nothing and turn it into something way worse. And I actually sympathize for celebrities in that way because they can literally have their world turned upside down for an opportunistic picture that really was nothing. But it's weird that he's not wearing his wedding ring, though. Like, I understand why women sometimes don't wear their wedding rings. Your rings are very expensive, right? And you don't want to lose it, hit it on something, get it stolen, whatever it may be. I actually understand that one. But for guys, I mean, these bands that we wear, I mean, I'm sure Justin Timberlake's is diamond encrusted in platinum or something like that. But for the most part, it's just a band. Like, no one's going to steal this off of us. It's often much, much, much cheaper than our ladies' wedding bands are. So why would you not be wearing it? This is kind of scary to me, but it's also not surprising. The average American spends 10 hours a day in front of a screen, five hours spent at the office, and another five at home. And three quarters of people believe that's negatively impacting their lives. Well, yeah. From headaches to not paying attention to the actual world around you, screen time's kind of a problem. And it's, you know, one of those things we warn parents about with kids, about how they shouldn't have more than a couple hours a day at most because it can negatively affect their mental development. My iPhone will tell me what my average screen time is per day, and it's over three hours, which is not good. <laughs> like, what am, I, what am I doing? It can cause arguments in our house sometimes, because one of us will look at each other and be like, hey, get off your phone, pay attention to your kid, pay attention to me, pay attention to anything other than what's going on. Whatever's on your phone is not that important, and, and we're both right. You know what else is bad about being on your screen so much? You're just inundated with information 24-7. That's bad. Like, think about it. Most of the news you get on your feeds is bad, is negative, is political. It's coming from 8,000 different directions, all with slants. The news is so negative that we have a segment dedicated to good news on this show that is multiple times a day because it's that hard to find positive news. No joke. And while the answer should be pretty simple, well, then put your phone down. The problem is, is that's also how we communicate with everybody now, though. My brother is not on Facebook. I I have no idea what's going on in his life because of that. Like, yes, I could pick up the phone and call him. But even then, people would rather text than speak to each other now. And this is why Thanksgiving is so important. Because you actually see people. You actually get to, like, talk to them one-on-one. So let's try not to argue this, this Thanksgiving, okay, about stuff that we saw online that isn't accurate anyway. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West had a big old blowout fight over their kids wearing makeup. Apparently, Kanye straight up banned his children from wearing makeup until they're older after Kim let six-year-old North wear it a few too many times. Kim says she did not agree at first. They had a big fight. Now they're on the same page. Kim saying she doesn't think kids should be wearing makeup and she thinks sometimes you don't understand a rule. It's good to learn and ask your friends, in her case, her siblings, and bounce ideas around and that way you always stay aligned. Yeah, I mean, you should always, you know, talk things out rather than just straight up fight. But do you agree with Kanye? I mean, do you think kids should be wearing makeup? 
I mean, I'm the worst person in the world to ask this question because I hate makeup. And it's all because my mom, when I was a kid, forced me to put whiskers on my face with some makeup for my tiger costume. And ever since then, I've hated makeup. And I'm not kidding about that. It's like a weird phobia I have. It's a hang-up, and I don't get it. And look, I realize, look, you do you. If wearing makeup makes you feel empowered, good for you. No problem. But I got to admit, putting makeup on kids just seems wrong. Only because, I mean, from the time you're a teenager to you're an adult, you have a lifetime of putting this stuff on if you choose to do so. It's just a very adult thing to be doing to a six-year-old or something. It just seems wrong. Let kids be kids. Of course, then again, if they like playing dress-up, let them play dress-up. I don't know. It's a tough one. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 